This is Wrestling for the Faith. Wrestling for the Faith. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wrestling for the Faith. I'm Casey. And I'm Gunner. I'm going to change it up this week, dude. Yeah. I, I, yeah I, <laughs> I, don't, I, I, do, I don't. Yeah. I don't even care anymore. I'm, I'm Casey. <laughs> Casey Stanfield, Casey Cage, whatever. I, I don't even. That I don't even care about the names. <laughs> anymore, dude. I, I'm yeah. you, man camp, man camp so wrecked me. Uh, yeah. You know, it took me so much deeper in my identity in Christ that, that I don't even, I don't even know my name anymore. <laughs> Your son, just son. say just for son, you know, cause uh, man, uh, again, we can talk more about man camp as we, I know we probably will, but like, uh, okay. So, Nikita always, when he's praying, I, he would always call God father or Papa, yeah. daddy. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's the relationship, man. Like you, you, when you start to realize that, dude, I've said it before. He is, he was always our God. Mm-hmm. We always got to respect and fear the Lord. But man, there's a different, there's a different relationship when you realize, man, that's my father. Yes. That is Papa. That's daddy. Uh, and that's the old man. Well, I don't yeah. call the old man. That's what I call my dad. But you know, <laughs> that's a, that's you know that's that just bro. That's that relationship that he wants all of us to truly have, man. And that's what it's about. So, son, let's just say he yeah. has a son. Man, I'm telling you, yeah. <laughs> Chosen. But, uh, you know, uh, some religious people. I've heard religious people get mad at you. You know, for, for using <laughs> for using those. Uh, yeah. You know, my father daddy or papa or something like that they're like oh that's it blah 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 that's what abba translates to i mean that's what it's but it's the same thing with uh it's the same thing with um you know with jesus the religious folks of his day they got mad because he was referring to him as my father so you know either way uh lord's prayer dude i'm looking at right now luke 11 first thing he says when you pray say father Holy yeah. is your name, basically. And yeah. yeah, man, it's getting away from that. Okay, I almost said it in the episode last week, so I'll go ahead and say it now. You mentioned man camp, no denominations, or kingdom family that we're going to be doing some gatherings. There's no denomination barriers. Look, guys, in heaven, and this is going to ruffle some feathers, there's no <laughs> Baptist side, Pentecostal area. There's nothing, dude. There, there's one area of, of worshiping the Lord. And yeah. we just have to realize that we can't <laughs> – we can't have these barriers when we go to God, man. We would go to the Father, and and we just gotta have this relationship with Him. It's not about what the Baptist thinks or the Pentecostal thinks or the Methodist thinks. What it's about is is what the Word of God says. Fellowship, uh, the gifts of the Spirit are still there. The fivefold ministry is still there. He's still our Father, or our Papa. Yeah. Before I get on a rant, we, we could we just, could get into a whole lot of yeah. stuff there because that, that was one thing that you know was really on me this week that I, I was thinking about. I was just like uh, because I was thinking about fivefold ministry, you know, because of uh, you know me and you talked about it, a, a calling that I feel that uh, the Father has has placed on me, and He told me to mm-hmm. stop denying it, um, you know. And I'm like, so I, I'm pondering on fivefold ministry, and I'm thinking. Where in the Bible does it say, or where in church history did somebody uh, of any kind of authority uh, stand up and say that, okay, the fivefold ministry, apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, and evangelist, and it says it in that order, yep. uh, Ephesians 4, if I'm not mistaken, apostle, prophet, four. pastor, teacher, and evangelist. Okay, so 
Uh, now, all I ever hear about is pastor, teacher, and evangelist. Yeah. Well, where did the apostle and the prophet go? Where in church history, where in the Bible, because, you know, we believe sola scriptura, which means we've got to have scripture to back up what we believe. So where in the Bible did it say that there's no longer apostles and no longer prophets? I don't know anywhere that it does. Just the same as the same people who would argue that the gifts of the spirit are not for today. Where in the Bible does it say that these gifts are, uh, are, are no longer, uh, operating. Um, the only man we're going down a rabbit trail out there. We'll, 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 we'll fish ourselves in here in just a second, but I, I just feel led. I got to go into it. Uh, yeah. you know, the only thing that people have ever presented me, uh, talking about this subject of the gifts of the spirit is, uh, well, first Corinthians 13, um, where it says, you know, now we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect has come, these things will be done away, you know? And it talks about, uh, you know, uh, where there are tongues, they will cease where there's knowledge, it'll vanish away. Uh, you know, so, but they take that and say, Oh, well, all the gifts of the spirit have died. Um, Mm. according to a few verses, but if you actually read that, uh, you go on down and finish reading the whole thing in context. And it says, when that which is perfect has come, these things will be done away. Okay. Well, we're not in an age of perfection yet. Um, and so then, you know, it says, but then face to face. Right. So obviously that's not talking about uh, when the last apostle died, as some say. And obviously it's not talking about when the Bible was compiled because you're not face to face with either one of those. It's talking about when we are face to face with Jesus, we will have no use for these gifts anymore. So anyway, we can, we can, let me throw the, throw the line. Yeah, put, there it is. Let's, <laughs> let's reel it back in. But anyway, uh, I just really felt led to, to keep going down that path. I don't understand where, where we get these doctrines, um, but whatever. So anyway. Um, yeah. Don't quench the spirits. What we're saying. Cause there's amen. things out there that I think we're, we can tap into that. I used to think maybe was a little, I'm not going to say weird because I was raised in a Pentecostal church where speaking in tongues was an every Sunday, every Wednesday night thing. Uh, I've mentioned seeing healing and all these other things. So for me, it wasn't a strange thing, but, but what I've noticed, and I think I'm throwing that lure back out in the line in the water. Sorry, but we don't, man, just, okay. No, I'm not. Don't quench the spirit. Cause what I see so much of, and that's one beautiful thing about man camp dude is we came in there and Nikita made it specific to worship. However you worship, if you're yeah. a hand raiser, if you're on your face, if you're speaking in tongues, nobody's, and there was no judgmental, yeah. uh, there was no judgment going on. There was nobody looking at somebody weird, dude, the fact is we cannot quench the spirit because if we do, then you're really, you're really uh, cutting yourself short of what God has in store for you and what Jesus uh, really wants you to experience in this, this full love of, of man, just so many different things, so many different, whether it's, whether you ever speak in tongues or not, or whatever it may be, man, there's just something to, uh, 
taste and see, right? Yeah. Taste and see that you just got to get a taste of this. And once you do, you're like, oh my gosh, I want more, more, more. Well, the gifts of the spirit don't, you know, if, if gifts of the spirit are operating in, in you, it don't make, it don't mean that you're up here on a pedestal. It don't mean that you're any higher than any other Christian. No. But the point is any believer, any believer, uh, once they are born again, they have opened the door into all that the father has. Yes. You know, it says that we are joint heirs with Christ. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you've opened that door and you, you were never meant to just, uh, you were never meant to just be a good church member, pay your tithes and, and, you know, <laughs> sit on a pew for the rest of your life. You know, these no. gifts are, these gifts are to, to equip us and to, you know, to, uh, be a sign for others out there. It's, it's a, yeah. it's a sign. I mean, but anyway, we have people who say that they believe that God is supernatural. He's all powerful. He's all knowing yet. They say, well, we got to put limits on this supernatural, all powerful, all knowing God. So, sure. you know, the stuff that he did in the Bible, no, he can't do that anymore. No, maybe it's just that you won't get rid of your distractions and dive deep enough in. Maybe it's just that you won't submit your will to him. Maybe it's just that you are afraid to go deeper in the spirit and allow him to truly work as he has. What's the purpose? What's yeah. the purpose? We are supposed to be different. Uh, we're, it's, it's not just, oh man, I'm, I'm preaching. No, come on. It's not just, we're not just supposed to sit on a pew and be dead, cold, dry, religious people. The rest of our lives, we're supposed to be different. We're supposed to show people something different. And yes, the gifts of the spirit, uh, have been, have been misused. And yes, they have been used to, to put people on a pedestal and, and to make people feel like, well, I'm up here and you're down here, but absolutely biblically, that is not the case. So we've got to quit judging everything on what we have seen, uh, uh, false prophets and people misuse gifts and, and just go by the Bible and say, listen, this is what the Bible says. So mm-hmm. if the Bible says it and the father says I can have it, then glory to God. I want it. Yeah, dude, listen, I, I'm a whole, I'm holding my Bible up right now. You can't see it, but you can hear, you can hear the pages. You can hear the pages. Dude, I was watching Dave, Dave Busby the other day and he, he had this guy hold his Bible up and he goes, this right here is the word of God. Okay. Yeah. This is, this is our revelation. Every day we wake up and you say, Oh, I just never hear from God. Well, how many times do you open your Bible? I used to say that all the time. And my Bible was open twice a month, but mm-hmm. we can't, this isn't a pick and choose ABC choice here. Like we can't go through the book of the Bible or these pages and go, Oh man, Ooh, don't really like that one. No, thanks. Not today, Lord. You know, this is not a pick and choose word. No. This is our life, man. All and, and, and all these, yeah, and you see so many, you, you mentioned false prophets. You see so many pastors out there picking and choosing, not just pastors, believers in general, picking and choosing the scriptures that they think they can contort to their sinful lives uh, in today's time, whether it's uh, drinking, cursing, whatever it may be. Oh, don't judge me. Here we go again. But 
we can't pick and choose what's going to fit our lifestyle. You know, you mentioned that new identity in Christ all the time and being made new and being reborn. And when we truly give our lives to Jesus, we don't want to pick and choose. Mm -hmm. We don't want to go back to drinking or swearing or pornography or idolatry or all these other evil things that we see going on in the world right now. What we want to do is, is fight for the word of God, for the truth of the word of God. We want to stand against uh, the, the murdering of babies, abortion. We want to stand against people who are, um, you know, cheating on their spouses and say, no, you're better than that. Let me help you with that. We want to do it with truth and love. You know, Dr. Brown always talks about, do we want to preach the word of God and share to them this life giving uh, man, these life giving words that they can experience, not just be the Chad, um, 10 years ago that went to church on maybe one Sunday a month. And I've said it before, hooked my feeding tube up to the pastor and expected to be fed. No, like you said, you can't just be those Sunday Christians that are sitting lazily back in our pew on our cell phone going, man, I hope this ends in about 10 minutes. Cause I got to catch a football game or do what I got to go to the bar or whatever it may be. No, do when you truly want to be after the Lord, what we experienced at man camp, you want to be in this word every single day. You want to read those red letters where Jesus is speaking to your heart. And this and not pick and choose what fits your life, but go give me more. Let me eat from the scroll. God, can, I want to be consumed with this word. I want to be consumed with you every single day. I want to consume my family. I want to consume not only my family, but I want to be able to consume and, and pour into other kids and other other men and women who can go on and share this gospel and give life to this this world that's bro in shambles as we see right now. Exactly. So, uh, vision. Last week we said that we would uh, we would discuss more of the vision uh, that yeah. the Father put on our hearts uh, last week while we were at man camp. Um, and what you're talking about is it flows right into it because you know with with the kingdom family gatherings, and I guess that's yes. what we're calling it. That's just you know, uh, a phrase that just boom popped in, in our hearts. And it's just like, like we said last week, it's not about any one person or two people or, or one or two families. It's kingdom family. We're all yeah. just, just a, a gathering of, of folks going after God. And uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, the, the kingdom family gatherings, and I don't know, I don't know how, uh, we are exactly how we're going to uh, jump into everything and how everything's going to flow. Uh, but I know that one thing uh, that the Holy Spirit clearly showed me is this is not to be church as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm not knocking uh, churches. Uh, you know, I belong to one, have a great pastor, great church family. And, uh, sure. you know, we have set times for, for our gatherings and everything. Uh, but with the kingdom family, um, now, Sunday evenings around four o'clock, you know, usually work well for me because uh, I'm pretty free. Uh, but I don't I don't feel like the Holy Spirit wants us to get in a uh, a routine of having set times uh, of having, you know, OK, every week we've got Sunday school at 10 o'clock. We've got service at 11 and let's be out by 12. And then, you know, maybe we got a six o'clock service and then we got a seven o'clock Wednesday service. And I, I just don't feel like that's the model that the Holy right. Spirit has downloaded for us. Uh, you know, so 
this Sunday, the 15th, we've got the one um, at four o'clock on Sunday. And then, you know, there's uh, definitely the one uh, June 17th. Uh, that's on a Friday. Those are two dates that the Holy Spirit put in our hearts. So that one, June 17th, Friday at 7 p.m. So there's yep. going to be that. Um, I did get that date right, right? Yep, June 17th. That's yep. right. Yep. Okay. And, uh, you know, so those two. Um, so we don't really have we don't really have set times and set services and all this yet. Uh, we have uh, made a Facebook group. So uh, go join the Facebook group, Kingdom Family Gathering, um, and all information will be posted in there. Uh, you know when we when we uh, the Holy Spirit leads us to have a, a gathering. Um, it, it's just like last week, man, we come home off man camp and I wake up Saturday morning and I'm laying in the bed and Holy Spirit speaks to me and he says, now it's time to pour out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, <laughs> I, I got on the horn and said, okay, anybody who wants to come, uh, you know, the, the father's telling me to, to, you know, do a gathering tomorrow, which was Sunday at four o'clock. And dude, it was amazing. You know, had just a, a great move of the Holy spirit and a great atmosphere. Um, so yes, Lord, I you know, man, for a second, let me go. No, it, yeah, <laughs> it's, get, look, it's getting, what is it? A couple months back, we started our revival, you know, where the Lord started birthing things in our heart about revival, man. And that's really what it's about is getting, um, just letting getting out of the way and letting the Holy Spirit lead, dude. And, and it, you see it happening in families, our families, you know, the kids, the wives, uh, the spirit starting to, to nudge them to do different things, to step out a little bit more. And then, you know, you, you're getting um, prompted by the spirit to hold the, you know, the family gatherings or the kingdom, kingdom family gatherings. And, and, you know, we live, just logistically, we live five hours away. So some of them I make, some of them I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really like that's our hearts cry is still that revival. Yeah. And it's it's getting out of this quote unquote modern day formula. And like you said, I'm part of a church, you're part of a church, and you have to have that Sunday gathering with with churches, you know, and there's a certain way they go about things. Um, but man, our our heart is like if we feel led to call a, a two week, three week <laughs> gathering, revival, whatever we want to call it. And that's, we're just letting the spirit lead us, man. And you mentioned that, you know, when you, when you held the one Sunday, uh, what two would be two, almost two weeks ago, I guess, um, just the spirit of the Lord was there and it's, <laughs> you know, McDonald, Tennessee, it's this little, how, when was that built built like fifties or something? Lord, I don't it's, know. It's an old it's, school gym. The school is actually yeah. torn down now. It's just the gym left standing, uh, it, it, uh old leaky metal building. Uh, yeah. the, the heat sucks. The air sucks. I don't even know yeah. if it's air. Uh, you know, but you know, we've used it for a wrestling building and man, it's just, uh, the, the spirit said, Hey, you've got a You've got a place right here. Just, yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, I think that's one of the things of, of not church as usual because, uh, people have, have grown accustomed to, uh, 
going to a church and having a nice, uh, nice chair or a nice pew to sit in that's comfortable and they've got their heat and they've got their air conditioning and, you know, they're not going to sweat and they're not going to get cold. And they're not going to get uncomfortable. And in this place, I mean, you know, uh, Hey, uh, I know, I know it's not going to affect anything because the, it's the Holy spirit drawing the people to come to this. So, so I'm not trying to, uh, not trying to make it sound all wonderful. So people will come. I, I, I trust that the father is going to draw people. Um, but I mean, you know, sitting there, if it comes a, comes a rainstorm, uh, you know, there's a chance, yeah. that, uh, you know, my, my head's going to get wet. Now, the way we yeah. have it, the way we have it structured right now, uh, wherever, whoever is preaching or teaching, uh, will be sitting under the majority of the leak. So, you know, it's, it's just the Holy spirit pouring out that latter rain on us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not church as usual and it's not about being comfortable and it's not about programs and it's not about, um, all of these things, some good, some bad that the church has implemented these days. It's just about uh, a kingdom family coming together and just seeking the heart of the father. Um, with that said, yes, the vision. So we've got the kingdom family vision. I got to jump into this because it's something that Holy Spirit really showed me. So I'm just going to tell the story real quick. Hopefully I've got time. Um, so man camp, uh, Thursday evening, it's our last worship service, our last, you know, real gathering before the next day. You know, we, we had some things on Friday and then we, uh, we left out of there around lunch. Um, Thursday evening, I've, Worship starts and I went outside and as I come back in, um, I'm just about to grab the doorknob and the Holy Spirit speaks so clearly to me and he says, go home and quit your job. Mm-hmm. And so for those who don't know, wrestling's not my, my primary source of income anymore. I, um, you know, but this job that, that he was speaking of uh, is a primary source of income for our family. And it, it really, it was really, um, it really hit me. Um, and I, so as I walked in, worship's going and, and people are just, you know, seeking after the father's heart and, you know, I'm walking around pacing around and this weight of this word is so heavy on me. And I just keep praying and, and pressing in. I, I keep saying, are you sure father, are you sure? And so I turn back to toward the door that I just came in and we've been in this place all week and I hadn't noticed any of these things. Uh, There's a cross by that door with Jeremiah 29 on it. And it says, I know the plans that I have for you. So immediately I break and, uh, and, and I'm, I'm just in awe, but I keep saying, Lord, are you sure? Are you sure? And so as I'm walking around, I look, there's that wooden altar that we had prayed at all week, not paid attention to what was on top of it. Maybe they, maybe those things just popped up that day. I have no clue, but there's a cross on top of it with God. All things are possible. Um, you know, it breaks me even more. And I keep saying, father, are you sure? Are you sure? Go to the back wall. And I, I'm, I'm not intentionally going to walls. I'm just walking and, you know, when I get to a wall, I turn and go the other way. I'm just kind of praying into this whole thing. Um, and, and so 
I get to the back wall. And when I get to the wall, I look up, there's a cross with God. All things are possible. I go to my left and get to that wall. And in between the the men and women's bathroom, there's a cross with God. All things are possible. And I, I'm still saying, Father, are you sure? So I turn to my right and I go back. Man, I'm, I'm looking out the window. Uh, you know, watching the the sun is is just about down over the mountains. And I mean, it's a beautiful sight. And I'm just I'm looking out the window and I'm just crying and I'm saying, Father, are you sure? And I look down about my waist on the windowsill, another cross with God. All things are possible. I'm like, holy moly. And, and so, OK, so there's those. I tell you on the way we're walking back to the cabin that later that night. And I said, man, pray into this. I said, I really feel like the father's telling me, go home, quit my job. I said, I don't know what's coming. I don't know what the plan is. Um, so we leave the next day and uh, me and you and Jason go over uh, to the Japanese restaurant. We're sitting there waiting wow. on our food. And so I, I tell Jason, I said, Hey, you know, I told Chad about this last night. I said, I want you to help me pray into this. I said, I really feel like the father's laid something on my heart really heavy uh, that he wants me to do when I get home. And I just want to make sure. And Jason, without even having a clue what I, what it was, uh, no hesitation, basically just rebukes me. And, and he says, uh, he says uh, well, uh, you've been in a place all week where you've got rid of all distractions and yeah. you've been hearing the Holy Spirit clearly. So I trust that whatever he's telling you, you're hearing him clearly. And he said, if that's fear that I sense in your voice, that's from the enemy. That's not from God. So I guess Come you on. just need to go home and do whatever he says to do. And I look at you and I kind of chuckle and I say, man, he don't even know. He don't even know what it is. <laughs> and uh, and he said, OK, well, what is it? And I said, well, I feel like the father's telling me go home and quit my job. And he said, well, I guess you need to do what he says to do. Yeah. And we just kind of <laughs> laugh and I just throw my hands up and I said, well, Lord, tell my wife. Yeah, dude. OK, uh... so get home, get some sleep, get up the next morning. And we're on, we're in the bed and I set my wife in front of me. I said, come here. I said, let's talk. And uh, so, you know, we start talking about, you know, the week and, and I said, has the Holy spirit revealed anything to you this week? She starts naming a couple of things. I'm like, yeah, I'm on, I'm on board with that. Yeah. I feel that. I said, anything else? And she kind of gets this weird. Oh, I really don't want to say it. Look on her face. And, uh, then she picks up her phone and she starts texting. She said, I'm doing this for a reason. And uh, so she texts. And then when the response comes through, she hands me the phone. So remember, this is Saturday. On Friday, I threw my hands up and said, tell my wife. Tell my wife. And uh, so she hands me the phone and she had texted my mom. And she said, what did I tell you yesterday about Casey and his job? And mama said, what, that he won't be there much longer? And dude, I just broke. Oh, yeah. For the first time in our marriage, I mean, we've had a great marriage, but spiritually, mm -hmm. a lot of times there's been a tug of war. Um, because one's yeah. feeling something and the other's not. And it, it's, you know, but... Dude, this revival has birthed in our hearts and it's overflowed into our family. We've been praying it. We, we were praying it and now we've watched it. And, and it's overflowed into our family to where we're lined up 
And it just so amazed me. So uh, Monday morning, I was on my way to, uh, and I was praying. And I said, uh, Father, do I, do I need to turn in like a two-week notice or work the rest of the month? And uh, he said, two weeks, because yeah. the last two weeks of May are going to be used for revival services. Mm. <laughs> and, <laughs> I mean, it was clear as day. It was as clear as when he spoke, go home and quit your job. Sure. So all week I have just been sitting in uh, Genesis chapter 12. He's gave me two passages this week. Genesis 12, one, when he first calls Abraham or at this time, Abram, it says, now the Lord had said to Abram, get out of your country from your family. Mm -hmm. And from the father's or from your father's house to a land that I will show you. Yep. He didn't know where he was going. He just knew that he was, he was going and following, following whatever the father had. And then another one that he's put on my heart, which, you know, Lex quoted a lot at man camp, um, Proverbs three, five and six, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. So uh, with that said, just to kind of jump in, we've, well, this thing's showing me, uh, Lord, eight more minutes. I don't know what's up with this timer. Uh, we got, yeah. But uh, so <laughs> to, to jump into this vision. So uh, we've got the GWM show May 14th. We've got the uh, Kingdom Family Gathering May 15th at 4 p.m. And then unless uh, he speaks something otherwise, I, I believe we're just going to go into uh, nightly services, yeah. uh, at least probably for the remainder of the month um, mm -hmm. through the week. I know that I've got a, a show on October 21st in Altamont, Tennessee. It's a global wrestling ministries and living at ministries conjunction. We're, you know, we're uh, bringing Christian wrestling to Altamont. So we won't be doing it that night, Saturday, May 21st, but uh, you know, whatever the father leads here. Um, but basically beginning May 15th at four o'clock. And then uh, I guess we're just going to roll 7 p.m. nightly services at the community center in McDonald and just see what the Lord does. So uh, there's that. Do you have Praise anything God. to say on that? No, man. I, I think what our what our vision and, and from birth and from man camp to you and I had many, many times where we got to walk up and down this dirt road and sit and talk, man. Uh, just our vision is is, gosh, bro, just the youth and fathers and families, man. Cause I felt it that Sunday when, when we started man camp, when I preached that church in Royston, um, just, and I mentioned to you that that morning I had all intentions of speaking or something else, but as I stepped in the pulpit, I, I felt the Lord lead me into talking about an army rising up and mm -hmm. speaking in the youth and in the lives of the, we got this lion inside of us that wants to roar. And I think our heart is in, in this kingdom family gathering is, is healing freedom um pouring into this next generation because jason said it a few weeks ago that his pastor spoke to him and said because of your yes generations have changed mm. and we see that so much is going on dude and we've spoke about it of of the gender problem uh you know drug problems you know just so many different things bro that the enemy has a grip on these families and it all to me stems from um <laughs> 
Jensen Franklin said it. I listened to a sermon. Mm -hmm. Men just need to be men. Yeah, bro. We, we modern youth, they need fathers of good courage. And, and I wrote this down real quick. It said they need heroes. They need Joshua's who will cry as for me and my house, we were served the Lord. Yes. Joshua 24, 15. And I have a huge plaque out front of my house that's, that has that verse on it. And I'm reminded every single day that that's what we need. And I believe kingdom family, what we're doing with wrestling, what the Lord's doing with wrestling for the faith, global wrestling ministries in that little building in McDonald, Tennessee, uh, it's going to start pouring into this generation where they realize that they are the army that the Lord's rising up. We call ourselves the remnant, our tag mm -hmm. team for a reason, dude. You know, there's a remnant rising up. And, and right now, I think the time is right, bro, as we see, um, you know, the, the coming of the Lord is getting closer and closer every single day, whether it's a yeah. thousand years from now or, or 10 years from now, it's closer no matter what. And, and I think what we see right now is this, this rising up of kingdom families all over the place. And, and that's where our heart is, bro. And it started really birthing in at man camp and the Lord giving us visions and this prophetic words spoken over us. And real quick, you're, you're talking about God speaking to you, man. And I told you about this and I got to pray. I'm praying into it more where Thursday night, where it seemed like so much was going on with worship, where I had my hands held out, just worshiping the father. And I, and I, it's like, you and I talking right now, God, the father whispered to me, there's going to be healing in these hands. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Whoa, I was taken aback. Kind of took my breath away at that moment. I was like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know, but I, all I know is that his, his promises, they never fail, man. He's not a liar. It's against God's character. And, uh, man, that just, our vision is not your normal, Church rows, you know, we've already said that our vision is like a, just a circle of chairs where everybody's just circle around one another, making eye contact. Nobody's looking at the back of somebody's head mm. and just worshiping God, man. And, and going to the going to Papa yeah. and, and, and put pouring identity into youth, into wives, into husbands. And we, we can see this revival that we're talking about that's birthing, um, you know, and, and it's not it's not us boasting about it. It's just what God's placed in our heart and we have to chase after it. Man. Amen. So in these last couple of minutes, we'll wrap it up with, with, uh, this, uh, one of the visions, uh, for the ministry that the father put on our heart was, uh, you know, uh, youth retreat. So we, yes. uh, we have scheduled one this week. We're still working out the details of exactly how we're going to go about it. And, and right. I know that some have asked about fees and, and we're, we're praying into it to see what, what we need to do in that area. Like I said, all of this is new to us. It's just a vision that the, the father downloaded last week or a couple of weeks ago. Um, but July 22nd through 24th, uh, this is going to be um, at my family's uh property on the lake, uh, in Decatur, Tennessee. So, yeah. um, you know, we, we don't know all the details yet of what we're doing or how we're doing or, or, you know, all of that stuff. Uh, but we are praying into it. We're, we're looking into it, but we do know, uh, youth camp out retreat, um, on, the weekend of July 22nd through the 24th. So uh, mark your calendars and, and be praying for us in that. And, and ultimately that's, you know, to leave you guys with this, um, 
we need your prayers. We need oh, your yeah. prayers. Um, Absolutely. You know, we're, we're stepping out in faith and doing what we feel the Father is telling us to do. Uh, so please, um, whatever, whatever, uh, whatever it looks like, you know, pray for us and, uh, and, and just, you know, send out that support for us because, uh, we're just, uh, man, it's exciting. Um, just kind of walking by faith every day now. Don't really have a clue what's, what's coming. We're just like Abraham. Hey, go to a city that I will show you. Don't know where it is, but I'm just walking and and Lord, you're going to show us. So (laughs) that's it. No, you're right, man. And and that's it. It's just walking by faith and and knowing that uh, you really can't go wrong, dude. We've said it before. If it's five folks, five kids that show up to that youth retreat or it's 200, it's 200. We, we just allowing God to lead and we're going to change. We're going to help pour in and change those generations as times go, man. And we're going to, we're going to let these kids know that they got a lion inside of them ready to roar, man. Amen. So amen. Praise the Lord. All right, guys. Uh, like we said, be praying for us. Uh, pray that we'll be sensitive to the leadership of the Holy spirit. And um, we just thank everybody for listening. Thank everybody for their support. Uh, if you have questions, thoughts, comments, uh, prayer requests, praise reports, email them uh, to us at wrestlingforthefaith at gmail.com. Also follow us on social media. And uh, we thank you and God bless you. We love you. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to Wrestling for the Faith. Don't forget to follow Casey Cage on Twitter at Real Casey Cage. Follow Chad Lale on Twitter at CWLale underscore Gunner. And follow the show at Facebook.com slash Wrestling for the Faith.